All right, the far-reaching authority, or you can also say the far-reaching authority of Christ in Matthew 8. So we'll just go through this little by little, verses 5 to 13, Matthew 8, 5 to 13, and we'll go little by little. Um, to start off, we know that this was talking about a, a centurion. Um, soldier, it is stated that the centurion soldier could have been uh, a ruler of a hundred. Um, it's also uh, stated or or believed to be that that also that this man probably could have been an unbeliever who just understood that Christ was someone who was very powerful, someone who could deliver on what he said he would do. Um, but nonetheless, uh, the big idea is that this man understood Christ's authority and he had the faith to act on what he what he believed. And so his true faith in what he believed was um, caused him to respond in such a, in such a way in which Christ um uses him as an example for us. So, starting at verse 5, And when Jesus entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lied at home sick of the palsy, and grievously and grievously tormented. Uh, the first thing I have for those first two verses, uh, verse uh, 5 and 6, is that, is that we must stand without doubting. When we watch this man come forward, I mean, this man just comes pretty much almost as if he just came out of nowhere. And he and he tells Christ that his servant is sick. And as he's telling Christ that his servant is sick, he um, he no doubt is getting ready to say more things. But just think about how confident he is in this moment. He comes to Christ and he's telling him that his servant is sick, but he's not coming just to talk and have a little conversation. He's actually talking so that he can get relief for his servant. Do we come to Christ without doubting or do we come to him with doubting? <laughs> no matter how big or how small it may, may be, that is something that we should be thinking about. Do we come to Christ with our doubts or do we come in full confidence knowing that regardless of the outcome that he will be the one to um, heal deliver or satisfy what troubles us when we think about uh, <laughs> we think about the 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 boys being cast into the fiery furnace how bold were they when they st stood before the king what is what is something they said when the king said that when they said they wouldn't bow? It was something that was really powerful that they said. God can deliver us, but if he if he doesn't, we already still could. Yes, God, I know that the God I serve will deliver us. But listen to this, O King. Even if he don't deliver us, we understand that he can deliver us, and we still would not bow down. And here, this man's faith, when he's approaching, he has, it, like, no doubt. 
And just like those boys that was getting ready to be thrown, the Hebrew boys were getting ready to be thrown into the fire, they had no doubt <laughs> that God would still save them. Think about the um, the intensity, intensity in which it is stated. Like, they're getting ready to be thrown in the fire and possibly die. And not just die, but die while they're burning while they die. You know, like an intense death. It's slow, but you're screaming at the same time. I told y'all one of my fears I had, but it's like, deny Christ, deny Christ. It's like, I'm going to pour some alcohol on this slide, and it's going to be a whole bunch of razors sticking up. And it, like, <laughs> and as you slide down, alcohol going to be hitting you every time you get cut open. And as, as you can see, I'm doing this now. But like, <laughs> like, that takes some faith to know that God is still going to do what he said, do and this centurion had that type of faith. But Jesus challenges the centurion and he, uh, he, he, in a way, provokes to see, you know, why. And he says, he answers in such a way that the centurion has to tell him about himself. And he says, and Jesus said unto him in verse 7, I will come and heal him. And then watch the centurion's response in verse eight. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man of under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go and he goeth and to another come and he cometh and to my servant do this and he doeth it. <laughs> so secondly, we see that that. The centurion bows to Christ's authority. Like he understands that Christ has authority overall. He he's just in full authority. It's something I and I, I talk to uh some of the boys and I say, man, you have to always respect authority. Because at the end of the day, the authority is going to win. There's nothing you can do to get around the authority. Nothing. And then I go in and I tell them about the rabbit, the rabbit and the hunter and about how the rabbit was at a stop sign and the hunter was at a stop sign. And the hunter, the hunter said, if this rabbit run this stop sign, I'm going to shoot and kill him. And I said, if the rabbit stops, what happens? He survives. He lives because he understands that the stop sign is an authority in such a way. But if he runs the stop sign without looking, <laughs> the hunter is going to have some rabbits too. And here, this man understood that Christ's authority was authority over all. And he understood it because he can look back and tell from what? His authority over, over his servants, over his soldiers. Because what, is it, what does he tell them in verse 9? Mm -hmm. I got soldiers under me. I tell one go and he goeth, right? I tell one come and he cometh, right? I tell one do this and he doeth. And then he just he he just saying, hey, look, I understand that there's something great and powerful in front of me, and I'm bowing down to it, and I'm saying I am not worthy for Christ to come to my home. Just only say the word, and I know that he'll be healed. And do we do that? We have to ask ourselves from time to time, do we, do, we, do we get out of the way so that Christ can do his work? Do we get out of the way so 
Christ can answer? Do we get out of the way so we can receive his blessing? Do we get out of the way so that we can honor and respect his authority? Or are we (laughs) trying to be in the place of Christ and be in his authority? This man was over his own soldiers. And yet and still, he had to bow down to the king of kings and the lord of lords, right? He understood that there here in front of him was someone who was greater than he was. <laughs> Moving on to verse 10. And then when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that follow. Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great a faith. No, not in where? In Israel. In Israel. And so here, Jesus starts talking about those who say they truly believe, but they don't believe. And he compares their faith to the centurion soldier. And he says, I haven't found so great a faith. No, not in Israel. And not only is he comparing them to this soldier, he's comparing him to a Gentile, someone who is not of the Abrahamic lineage or line or come down through that way he compares him compares them to him and he says i haven't found a faith for us we have to think about it in this light does someone who doesn't attend church who doesn't know christ who who rarely says things about christ who rarely even talks about it can their faith be more than our faith who is here daily, who studies, who prays, who reads? Is their faith greater than ours? Think about it. When we hear artists and entertainers who have talked about certain things, about women doing things, about them selling drugs or them shooting and killing, then they receive their award and they first thing they say, I want to thank God. For allowing me to get this award. After the woman has exposed herself and she's done all type of things to receive an award. First, I want to thank God for allowing me to get this. Without God, none of this would be possible. All right. Thank you, everybody. Go keep shaking and baking and whatever, you know. But it seems as if their faith is greater than ours because sometimes we don't even recognize the things that Christ has done for us or even give honor and glory to the one who has done those things for us. And so here, when we take a look into verse uh, 10, he said, I haven't found a faith so great in Israel, the place that I'm from, the place and the people who should know me best, the place in which they should honor me, they should respect my authority. And yet they don't. And here the centurion soldier proves a point. <laughs> he proves to our third point that we have to answer the question, is our faith real? Is it real? Is your faith real? Can it be real? Is it real? And he compares it to them. And then Jesus, therefore, in verse 12, moving to verse 12, continues to rebuke them. In verse 12, follow me. It says, but... What? With the children of the, the kingdom. 
Mm-hmm. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. But the children of the kingdom, but the children of the kingdom. It says that they shall be passed, uh, cast out into outer darkness. The children of the kingdom. Who are the children of the kingdom? We should be the ones that are the children of the kingdom. But if our faith is not real, basically what that's saying is that the ones who said that they are of the kingdom are not truly in the kingdom. And therefore, they're truly going to be going to hell. Something to think about is your faith will. And then in verse 13, closing, and Jesus said unto the centurion, go thy way. And as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the self same hour. <laughs> and so last but not least, it says real faith is revealed. So it was revealed from the beginning that he truly believed that Jesus would do what he said he could do. And that is heal his servant. And it didn't happen 30 minutes later, it didn't happen two days later, it didn't happen 10 weeks later. When did it happen? The self same hour. It happened as soon as he said, Hey, can you do it? I look, I can't have you here. I, I just need you to say the word. I said the word, he's healed. It is done. And so, real faith in that moment, when it is tested, it is revealed. And when it is revealed, it is shown that this interior's faith is. More has more faith in God, has more faith in Christ, understands Christ's authority way better than those who say that they are believers of the Lord. So that says to us that we must also have the faith that he presented unto Christ, that when we stand before God, we must stand before him, knowing that he is a rewarder and a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, in closing, we must stand without doubting, meaning that when we come to Christ, know that he will provide and, and, and meet our needs. Secondly, that we, we must bow to his authority, understand that we are standing before God, that he is holy and we are not. And that when we bow to him, we understand that he is the only one who can truly do what we need, to, need him to do in our lives and the lives of others. Our faith must be tested to see if it is real, because if it is not real, we will be just like those who uh, Jesus said that they say that they're of the kingdom, but they are not of the kingdom and they'll be cast into outer darkness. And when we're tested, it will show that our faith is real. And when real faith is presented and it is um, tested, it is revealed to show that we are those who are of the kingdom. Amen. <laughs> Dear God, thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you for this time. Lord, we thank you, dear Lord, that you have allowed for Jesus to come and to die for our sins, dear Lord, and, and allow for us, dear Lord, and open our hearts and our minds to accept, dear Lord, that he is the only way, dear Lord, Father, in order for us to get to heaven. We pray, dear Lord, that if something has been said or done, dear Lord, um, that will cause us, Father, to continue, Father, to live for you, to trust you. And, dear Lord, just to be obedient to you, knowing that only you, dear Lord, Father, can deliver us from all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.